I was watching something last night on YouTube, and I can't really remember what it was, and it doesn't really matter. But something was mentioned in it that just it made me pause the video, and it, it just triggered a, a rush of different thoughts in, in different directions, which I'm kind of prone to. But the word that was used was intimacy. Something I can't again. It doesn't matter what it was, but something said. Somebody said something about being intimate or intimacy, and I was like, In- "Intimacy." It's a word I hadn't heard in ages, and it just—I don't know—it just made me pause the video and think about it for a second. And it turns out that it was in relation to the podcast. That's what it kind of clicked with me. And I was thinking to myself, "Fuck, the podcast is pretty intimate." And then I started thinking about it, especially the solos. I mean. How much more intimate can you fucking get? I mean, you're you're essentially tuning into somebody's internal dialogue or internal monologue. You're you're essentially listening to somebody's thoughts. And on the double, if you've got little fucking um, not headphones, earphones, this, I don't know. There's something extra intimate about them because when you stick earphones into your fucking ears and you're listening to me vocalize my internal monologue. I mean, how much more fucking intimate can you get? If we were any closer, we'd be inside each other. And I think, in part at least, that that's the reason why this is becoming so much more popular. It's because people are fucking starved of just interactions with people, just generally. And to be perfectly honest, I think people have been starved of of intimacy since long before the lockdowns, since long before covid the impediment to in the impediment to intimacy pre-COVID was busyness, or a perceived busyness, and I've spoken about this before. This idea of of being busy being a synonym for being lazy, and I'm fucking guilty of that. Guilty as charged. I'll be flat out doing things that aren't probably the things that I should be doing, but I'm busy getting shit done. Not what I probably should be getting done, but I'm fucking flat out. And uh, it's it's a form of intellectual laziness. Like, here I am, sitting in the back of the van in the studio, banging out the solos as usual, and it's great. But I haven't sourced a generator or a battery pack for the van. I haven't really sat down to design the new studio, let alone start fucking building the cunting thing. And there's an element of laziness to that. Sorry, there's not an element of laziness to the fact that I haven't done these other things. There's an element of laziness that I'm flat out doing other things that are less important. And I think we're all guilty of this to to varying degrees. And I think the antidote to this, in part at least, is prioritising things. But before, again, you have to pull back because you, you can't prioritise things until you figure out you know, what your priorities are. And I know that's essentially the same way of phrasing the same thing, or a different way of phrasing the same thing, but there's, there's something to that. You need to do the work first. And I think a lot of us do do the work, but it's not... It's not noticed. So we'll ruminate in our heads... We'll, we'll, in our minds we'll be like oh fuck how am I going to do this and how am I going to do that and how am I going to cope with this and how am I going to cope with that and what will I do if this happens and what will I do if that happens but it's all it's only in, in our minds it's not in a book or it's not on a, a diary or it's not on the page or it's not on a podcast and 
I think there's something there's something really beneficial in uh, writing it down on paper and uploading it to the internet. Those two things are essentially the same thing in relation to what I'm talking about here. It's putting it out there. It's it's publishing it. Now again, nobody has to hear it. You don't. Ha- you can you can upload it to the cloud and put it online and mark it as private, so nobody will ever be able to access it, even if they tried. Or you can write it in a notebook and put that notebook under your bed and not tell anybody about. It. Okay, getting it out there is another step. Okay, and for me personally, it's a it's a, it's a big bonus. But there's something to writing it down or recording it that allows you to move on from it instead of just going over the same fucking loop all the time. So, if I wasn't recording these podcasts, like, the last one I did was on intimacy. But I've done intimacy now. That's It's behind me. I can move on from it. But if I hadn't recorded it in a podcast and put it online, I'd be fucking ruminating about intimacy for the next three or four days. And there's no progress. And then you... You ruminate about it for two or three days until the next thing comes along and that fills your mind for another two or three days or maybe a week or maybe 60 seconds or whatever it is. But the point, I suppose, that I'm labouring to make here is encapsulated in a bit of a soundbite, which is you won't hit what you're not aiming for. or you're not, You won't hit what you're, what you're not aiming at. And if you, if you can contextualise that in relation to your life... Like what? What do you want from life? I mean, if if you were walking out your kitchen and you open the door into your hall and God is standing in your hallway and goes, "What's up, pal? You know, I I'll grant you whatever you want. The only condition is you have to tell me now." Like, what the fuck would you say? A million quid. But you know what I mean. Like, how how well do you know what it is that you want out of life, or is it just some sort of vague, iffy, ishy kind of feeling? And again, just to hammer home that little soundbite, how are you going to hit what you're not aiming at? The idea being, how are you ever going to get the life that you want if you don't know what kind of a life you want? And on that philosophical note, I'll chat you soon.